0: FYLP is sponsored by CapturedPrey.com. Visit CapturedPrey.com today for all your import and third-party Transformers needs and save even more through the Captured Prey loyalty program. You can also save on shipping on domestic orders of $150 or more. See website for details. CapturedPrey.com Great toys, great prices, great service. Make a toy fan. Maximize your collection with Megatoyfan.com for all your vintage toy needs. You can also find Megatoyfan at popular robot and toy conventions year round. Minimize your costs and maximize your collection with Megatoyfan.com. Whoa!
1: Transformers for your listening pleasure, T-F-Y-L-P for short. Join us and discuss the latest in Transformers fandom. Now, where did I put that corner stop? Ratchet, you take the corner
2: Hello,
3: everyone, and welcome to P Transformers for your listening pleasure. Uh, we are recording today, uh, pre-recording, because it won't be available tomorrow night, um, and we've also been having uh, several issues uh, with uh, the hardware and the connection whenever we broadcast live, so until we are sure we can provide a, a smooth streaming episode, we're going to try to limit our live episodes for the time being. Uh, we do plan on bringing them back uh, down the road, but it's just going to take a little time to get uh, uh, everything back in order. But as such, uh, I am Deron Land, a.k.a. Weird Wolf. Along with me this evening is Rick Alvarez. Can I get a uh,
0: number two meal, please? Uh, the two cheeseburgers about mustard. I'll take a large diet, a french fry, and I would like a hash brown.
3: Well, could you also use a towel for your lap? for the hot coffee that you spilled in it.
0: Uh, yes, tonight, uh, since we're recording and there's actually daylight out, uh, I'm not drinking my usual um, Jack and Coke. I'm drinking uh, coffee, the other elixir of the gods. Yeah. And I was nice enough to spill some on my Daddy, on my
3: genitals. <laughs> <laughs> and speaking of Jack. <laughs> shut up. <laughs> See, I was a master of segues. <laughs> uh, Jack Broder. Hey, everybody. How's it going? Who is wearing a hoodie. It must be
2: cold where you're at. Yeah, it's like 60 degrees outside, and we have the AC
3: crank for some stupid reason. Yeah, it's 60
2: degrees
1: here,
3: too. Oh. Which is have, nice. I like it. I'd love to have 60 degrees here. It's been like in the 80s and stuff. But anyway, uh, that voice that you heard uh, is Sergio. Everybody. I'm back. <laughs> back. Um, also check out our sponsors, CapturePray.com, Great Toys, Great Prices, Great Service, CapturePray.com, where you can save even more with free domestic shipping on orders of $150 or more. CapturePray.com. Great toys, great prices, great service. Also, check out Mega Toy Fan. You can find Mega Toy Fan at all the popular robot and toy conventions year round. Maximize your collection while minimizing your costs with Mega Toy Fan. You can find Mega Toy Fan at uh, TFCon as well as on Facebook. Just search out Mega Toy Fan and you will find him. Uh, also-, uh,
0: also joining us today is uh, Madeline
3: Alvarez.
0: <laughs> uh, Maddie, what do you got there? You got eHobby Blue Jinrai Optimus. I just sent payment for to mine today. And this thing, I don't know what that's called. She's got that. Go play, have fun. Throw them against the wall, break them. <laughs> <laughs> I I let my kids play with all the new stuff, and they they've got their own selection of vintage toys that they can they can trash.
3: Also, check out uh, ripped apparel. You can uh, find great T-shirts at ripped apparel. Uh, all all the great mishmashes like. Uh, especially ones that involve Transformers, Uh, and on checkout, be sure to enter the promo code TFYLPpod, and you will save 10% on your order at Ripped Apparel. Also, if you love what we do here on TFYLP, check us out down there at patreon.com slash TFYLP, and uh, help us out each month, uh, help upgrade our equipment, help uh, keep our server uh, fees paid and all that stuff, uh, and we appreciate all the people that has continued to support us uh, as we continue on. Thank you from the bottom of our hearts. Uh, you know, this
0: figure came out so long ago, I, I'm i having a hard time remembering how to transform this thing.
3: Really? That's how That's
1: long it's... 50th use of the mold.
3: <laughs> yeah, I know, but it's been a while
0: since I. all my stuff is still in storage.
3: Which uh, <clears throat> release is that? This is the... I think this is E-Hobby, maybe? Yeah, it's the yep.
0: latest release. This is oh, the, blue, okay, blue Jinrai with some, some nice chrome on them.
3: Hmm. It is pretty in uh, those colors. <laughs> you know, and well, even though cable aside, I always love that mold.
2: Mm-hmm.
3: I
0: just, uh,
3: you know, I wasn't sure I wanted to get this, but just because it's
0: so expensive. For, this was $109 for a mold that I had like 20 different versions of. -hmm. Plus an oversized one, just because it's blue. Yeah, that's all. It's blue. It's blue. That's yeah. That's it.
3: Pretty colors. Pretty colors. Uh, Well, we're going to have a somewhat short episode tonight uh, because kind of limited on time right now. But um, there are some things that we've we've actually been talking along these lines a lot lately, um, and I think it's really important because uh as transformer fans most of us are collectors of the toys and uh we go through uh different uh, um times in our lives and I'm I'm hearing some feedback I don't know where it's coming from uh, uh but uh, we go th- go through different times in our life and in phases as as collectors uh we go from you know getting just a few figures to uh got to have them all, collect everything and then you you scale back and then you and you buy more and then you scale back some more. Um it's a it's an ebb and flow uh, as you go as a collector. Uh some people uh, like myself, you know, I've I've spoke spoken recently how I'm trying to reduce my collection and I'm hopefully within a year, year and a half uh, uh time frame get it down to where I'm not as actively collecting new stuff as, uh, as I am now or, or I have been, uh, I'm in the process now of trying to clean, clean out all my pre-orders. Uh, but you know, eventually I want to get to a point where my collection is finite and, um, that's, that's, that's a point where I want to be in my life. Uh, Sergio brought this up. Uh, uh, he's had some thoughts on, uh, along these lines, lately as have Jack um, and you know since you brought this up uh, Sergio I figured uh, uh, I'd hand it over to you for uh, for a few minutes and tell us your thoughts on it
1: uh, yeah so about two three weeks ago I got laid off and so that really put my spending on a halt and I had to choose my money wisely and so uh, I actually went to an interview yesterday and uh, I got hired Oh congratulations well, um
3: during that time of
1: unemployment are, are, do you have
3: any experience pole dancing?
1: <laughs> yes, apply <probably> within <laughs> i uh between in those two to three weeks that I had uh the entire time i just spent at home, and so uh one day I was just looking at my collection and I was thinking to myself like just the <laughs> the one thing you shouldn't do and the amount of money that I spent on it.
2: Huh.
1: And, <laughs> my spending habits for the past couple of years has been exactly what the older collectors have warned me about, and that's being a completist, where I would literally buy everything that came out. Anything that I saw, I would buy. Yep. And that was where my downfall began because I started realizing that I started spending on things that I didn't really enjoy, and I just didn't feel like the the stuff that I had was making me as happy as it should be. And so I've decided that I'm not going to be doing that anymore. I'm just going to be very picky. I'm probably just going to stick to Masterpiece and uh, Chug because I've completely sold off my Prime figures about a year ago. I had a complete set of the show cast, including the breakdown from Japan. And I sold everything just because they were in storage and I felt like they didn't fit into my collection aesthetic. And the same thing happened when I started to sell off my entire Beast Wars collection. As much as I like Beast Wars, I wanted to stick to that G1 aesthetic. And so slowly, I'm going to be sticking to that. Uh, I think for now, the Bayformer stuff is going to stay for now. But don't be surprised if that goes away in the future as well. But I feel like I'm not the only one, too, because I've been reading a lot. You you already began this process. And a lot of people on various Transformers groups and uh, boards... Have already begun. Oh, I only collect masterpiece, or I only collect this one specific line, just because I think there's so much product out right now.
2: Absolutely. Not only are
1: we being yeah. overwhelmed. There's something for everybody, you know. If you don't, if you don't have the money for masterpiece, but you want G1, you can get Classics.
3: Well, I think it also is added to by the fact that there's such a glut of third-party add-on. Uh, I mean, third-party. Uh, options too, in addition to the official. I mean, we got so many, so much, uh, stuff from the official lines, uh, and that's not a bad thing, but at the same time, it can be rather overwhelming to someone, like you said, who is a completionist. Uh, you know, I mean, at one time I was there, you know, uh, as whenever I began as an adult collector, uh, and I, I had everything both loose and sealed, from the Fox Kids repaint Beast Wars all the way up through Universe, want to say 1.0, maybe 2.0, including store exclusives. I mean, if it came out and it had a Transformers, uh, you know, banner on it, I bought it. And it, even on a limited income at the time, you know, I, I was like, I was making ends meet, but at the same time. I wasn't getting anywhere either. Yeah.
1: And, and see, that's, that's where I started thinking as well, because something that you said really stuck with me. And uh, following up on what you just said, the, even though I'm not you know, the world's richest man by any means, the things that I would sacrifice just so that I could buy these things, I would limit myself from having fun with non-Transformer things. Mm-hmm. And what you said a couple shows ago about you really no longer wanting to go to conventions, how you felt like you kind of run your course with that. Every year, my vacation is to go to a a Transformers convention. And I started thinking, I was like, you know, one year it would be nice to go on a vacation that doesn't have to do with toys. Yes. It'd be nice to go visit, you know, a place because I want to go visit it, not because there's a toy convention in town and, oh, it happens to be here. Yeah. And so I just feel like by slowing down on my collection and not spending like 90% of my income on it, I'll be able to do a lot more non-Transformer things and really – you know, enjoy stuff outside of the hobby just because I've been so drowned in it. Well, past- it's,
3: <laughs> it, it's, you know, it's one of those things that I think pretty much every collector uh, falls into at one point or another. Uh, you know, at, at one point, uh, you know, managing what you're spending on the, on, on the hobby, uh, versus what you really you know other things that you want to do your hobby sometimes drowns out a lot of things uh, and, you know, and it's and it and it's not necessarily a bad thing because you're still spending money on on something that you enjoy but uh it can also detract from the joy whenever you're spending money on something that um can, uh, that, that you actually regret down the road because, oh, well, I can't do X because I spent money on Y, you know, mm-hmm. and, uh, you know, uh, you know, there, there are times whenever I, I know, you know, managing money is, 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 is a large part of this, but at the same time, uh, you know, my hindsight is always 2020, you know, you can spend money on something other and, you know, as you're spending the money and even maybe shortly thereafter, uh, you know, you're fine, you know, you you don't regret spending uh, that money, but then something crops up. That's whenever you regret the spending.
1: Yeah. And I, I figured I'm at the time to where I can do this without a ton of regret. You know, it's like, I'm turning 21 next week. I'm in, about to enter my last year of college. I think now is the time where if I want to do something, I can do it now before you know. I have to start looking for a full-time job. And I have to start looking for you know, my own place to live and all this other responsibility. If well, collecting is going to be there forever. You know The hobby is going to be there. It's not going to go anywhere. And so I, if I sell I, off I, my B-Store stuff now, and let's say in a year or two, hey, I really want those back. I can go back and get them.
3: And I, and, and that's, that's a good point too. And I actually envy, envy, uh, you and Jack, uh, to the, uh, to the point where, you know, I'm sure neither of you pay rent or if you do, you, uh, you don't pay that much to your parents. Uh, and, uh, so you don't have that huge, uh, outflow of cash from your incomes. Um, and you know, you've got a lot of, responsibility that is not on your shoulders right now. And then whenever you get out on your own and you're having to support yourself, pay your rent, pay your utilities, you know, uh, food and all that stuff. And then, you know, you're, you're looking at all these toys that you want to buy and places that you want to go. And you're like, you're reaching into your pocket and pulling out pocket lint <laughs> because you've, you spent time. it. Well, yeah. well, it's even worse. So once you have all those Added ex- expenses, you know. Yeah. Uh, so, you know, instead of going and buying five or six new toys, you might bu- uh, be relegated to buying one new toy. Uh, the turbo. And, yeah. uh, and tiny turtle yeah, you know, I mean, you, you start relishing in the Legends class, you know. Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah,
1: no, it was a huge advice for, you know, older collectors like yourself that everybody told me, you know, when you first start off, you're going to want to buy everything. And that's true. You know, because right now, like you mentioned, I don't have that much financial responsibility. So I'm spending my money left and right on things I didn't even need. Sometimes I'd buy doubles of things without even knowing. it. Like it wouldn't get to the point where it started getting bad. Or I would, I had like a pile over here in the corner of stuff that I haven't even opened or have the space to display. And so uh, I lost my train of thought. Mm, we'll
2: Transforming. <laughs> transform flew off into away. space.
1: <laughs> Yeah, but it was just like, like I knew I needed to slow down, especially like I mentioned, I'm about to graduate, I have a lot of responsibilities about to fall on me. I think now is the perfect time to start, keep slowing down and you know maybe getting used to only getting a couple things here and there.
3: Yeah, yep. uh, well, and it's also uh, good to get into the mindset, you know, and and that's why I like uh, this episode where we have the older collectors like Rick and myself, uh, and then the younger collectors like you and Jack. <laughs> Uh, you know that can we can help you know you graduate and and I, I know sometimes there's thoughts of you know getting out entirely you know because let's let's face it sometimes it can be a very daunting thing uh, being a collector you know you're like oh my gosh you know it's like I'm I've got all these figures you know and and I even get to the point too it's like what am I doing you know uh but in the end i still enjoy the line i still love the toys and i love the characters uh they are uh, they are and have been for many 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 years a huge part of my life and i never want that to change um however i do want to be able to enjoy other things and still enjoy transformers so that doesn't mean you know even whenever i say that i want to be done uh, I, I want to be done as far as collecting all the mainline stuff, you know, and and uh, you know all the all the all the characters, like completing all the eighty five, eighty four, eighty five Autobot masterpiece characters. I've got to the point now where I'm like, I don't need Grapple, I don't need you know uh, a a wind charger, you know what have you, you know it's like I want some of the main characters that I liked and I'll be happy with it. You know, mm-hmm. and it's getting to a a point where you are happy with your collections. And that's another point that I want to talk about on this episode is you don't have to have a huge collection to enjoy your hobby. You know. Uh and and at one time uh I was I mean I, I know Rick will probably laugh about this cuz I had <laughs> uh, I had uh, I had somewhere between two and three thousand figures you know i mean um you know i'm I'm wanting to lean it more toward two thousand but you know that that's that's quite a lot of figures and whenever you live in a small efficiency apartment like i did at the time and literally i had 15 or 16 uh, big plastic totes full of stuff that i just couldn't display and they were stacked up you know in in different places in the sufficiency apartment. I'm like, I have too damn much stuff. You know, it's, I think, uh, and I've said this, uh, on, on other collection oriented, uh, episodes before where in my opinion, a smaller collection allows you to, um, enjoy certain things on a, on a more focused basis. You know, I mean, you can, you know, you don't, I mean, there's less uh, instances of, oh, damn, I forgot I even had this toy, (laughs) you know, Uh, and and I've been there, I've been there, I've I've actually went and bought toys, forgetting that I even already owned it, you know, and Mm -hmm. now that I've got a smaller collection, I know what I have, and I, I don't, I don't sit there and go, oh, gosh, do I already have this, you know, I don't have that problem anymore, because it's smaller, more manageable. Uh, Rick, what are your thoughts on this?
0: Well, I've got I've got quite an opinion quite a story to share. Um, however, um, let me start with something with an observation that I've noticed. There are the collectors who get married, and um, and whatever the reason is, they say I don't know if you guys. Someone is angry. Someone is super cranky right now. Hang on two seconds. <laughs> right.
3: Go, go. Someone is angry. <laughs> Not the the All
0: right, Maddie, what do you want to say? What do you want to say? Uh oh, say no. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Don't he get said, married in the trap.
0: All right, so there's are married, and then for whatever reason, they sell their collection. The, oh, I have to pay for my wedding. Oh, my wife wants the house, uh, or uh, we have this expense, and those are the guys that get out of it entirely.
3: Yeah.
0: And I Exter- told myself, I'm
3: external influences. Guy.
0: Yeah, I said I'm never going to be that guy. I'll collect for as long as I want to collect, and everyone else is just going to have to deal with that. Luckily, I found the right uh, person to deal with that. Um, I'm the type of collector who, I'm an older collector. So I actually grew up with G1. I'm older than G1, 38. And when I was in high school, I was working two jobs. Um, I was working my after school job at the supermarket. And then every weekend... Uh, every Sunday, I would work uh, at the collectible toy store called Play With This. And there wasn't a whole lot of product at that time. Beast Wars was out, and that was it. So back then, it allowed me to take all the money I was earning, and again, I didn't have any overhead. I was in high school, and I could just funnel it into Transformers. The toys, and this was like when eBay was started. You know, I got my sealed Overlord for 300 bucks back in the day, I got my Dino King for 400 bucks. Uh, I got a sealed uh, hi, hi, how are you? Okay, a happy camper. I, got, I got a sealed okay, okay, I got a sealed uh, Star Saber for 125 bucks. So, this is the This was a time period where things weren't astronomical
3: and stop hitting me. Almost sounds like a a Dononomic story. Come back to me. Come back. I'll
0: finish my thought in a second.
2: I'll turn it over to Jack for right now. Well, like Sergio said, it's like there's some things it's like you just really don't want anymore. And... I kind of had that, too, to where I pretty much sold uh, half of my Prime collection now, and it's down to cast members. But I'm honestly thinking about selling that part off and just maybe ditching Prime completely. But I'm undecided, because mainly, as good as the show it was, I just never really cared much for the toys. And if I got some of them, man, I guess I was happy. You know, you never have, you know, that full satisfaction until... Um, you really get a lot more. If, and I just—if
3: you keep any prime toys, keep the uh, the dead end figure because that that, sc- that green screaming face is like the most win of any Transformer I've seen.
2: Dang it! But yeah, um, then pretty much the only lines I really care about is a little bit of masterpiece. I wouldn't mind getting a few more. And I wouldn't be, you know, kicking myself in the butt if I sold a couple. I mean, but then pretty much the main lines that I would really, really like to keep would be Unicron Trilogy. Seeing how that was my G1, you know, that's how I got into the whole line. Um, Then Chug, pretty much for that G1 aesthetic. Mm -hmm. That's pretty much it. I wouldn't mind selling Movieverse because that was... The second G one I to me, mean, that was pretty much Beast Wars, because that was the second line I got into. Um, I wouldn't mind selling that. I just have it just to have it. Pretty much, like I said, the only line I care about was Chug, which is the middle shelf, top of the bookcases, and that's.
3: And I would. That's 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 something too that you mention is is that you get in the mindset as a collector, of you get things just to have it. Yes. And, uh, I, Very much. trying to determine what those things are in your collection is what do I have that I have just to have? Yeah. And, um, because whenever you buy things, uh, it doesn't, it tends to not necessarily fall into that category as you're buying it. You know, it's like, uh, cause, Generally, it will. For me, I know whenever I buy something, I buy it because I want it. I really want it. Yeah. I like the way it looks and everything. And <laughs> Rick dropped off. Um, but whenever, uh whenever I buy something, and then after the fact, I'm like, oh my gosh! And I and I think I mentioned this on on an episode uh, a, co- a few episodes ago. Whenever I decided to. To actually start downsizing my collection, I bought the Fans Toy Spindrift, mm-hmm. uh, the Sea Spray, the third-party Sea Spray. Absolutely phenomenal toy. I loved it. It's a great little toy. Uh, you know, and, I, and it's so in so much is that I don't regret buying the toy. I don't regret it uh, that much. But Sea Spray is one of those ancillary characters that I, I, I don't necessarily. Need to have. I don't have that much a co- uh, connection to the character. I love the G1 toy. Uh, he was so super simplistic and you could transform it in like less than a second. Uh, mm-hmm. But um, I, I went to put him on the shelf and it's just this sudden realization that, that, that hit me like a ton of bricks. I'm like, why am I doing this? Why do I have this toy? Why does this toy need to be or why does this character need to be represented in my collection when I don't really care all that much about it? You know, uh and then I and then I stood back and I and and I saw another character and another character and I'm like, "Holy crap, I have all these representations of characters that I don't necessarily care about." You know. Yeah. Uh, and I'm like, why do I have this? And then you start reevaluating yourself. Uh, and you know, that goes along with the theme that whatever we, every time we've talked about this lately is reevaluation. I know we bring this up so much, but this is a, uh, as Sergio pointed out, a hot topic. Um, in the Transformers fandom. A lot of people are going through this. You know, what do I want to keep? What do I want to sell? Uh, you know, uh, why should, why am I selling? You know, am I getting out completely? Uh, You know, and I don't recommend that really for any fan. If you are a a, a real fan of the, of the line and everything, you don't really want, ever want to really stop. Like, 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 like I said earlier, I don't really want to stop. It's just that I don't want to have to, I don't want to, and I don't, and I, and that's, that's another thing too. I don't want to have to, but I don't want to buy a toy every month. You know, it may, go, I may go two or three months without buying a toy, but you know, there might be a toy that comes out. I'm like, I've really got to have mm-hmm. that, you know, it, it's got to have that fans toys, uh, Terminus Giganticus feel to it. You know, it's like, it's like you see it and you're like, I have to have that, you know, even if it's. And that's one of those where it's not necessarily a character I absolutely love. Why are you upset? But what happened? Uh, it showed him log off and it's he's still popping up.
2: He just posted on the uh, group chat. It goes, it's the apocalypse. I'm home alone with her. And he posts a video of her just breaking down. And- okay. Okay. <laughs> Because this is what happens when you try to do the podcast during the day.
3: (laughs) (laughs) Well, sometimes you can't help it. Um, Yeah.
2: But um, being a parent is going to suck. Yes.
3: But, you know, I think Rick brought up a a good point there, too, is a lot of people uh, get out of the hobby for external influences. You know, uh, you have a a loved one, whether it be a girlfriend or a wife, uh, that doesn't necessarily get your hobby. And I've been in that position before. Uh, Unfortunately, not in that position right now. Uh, But um, I've been in that position where, uh, you know, they, whenever you first get together, they're like, oh, that's cute. I like that. I like that aspect about you, you know, um, in that, you know, they, they know you're a toy collector. But then once you get deeper into the relationship, they start finding out how much, a part of your life, this hobby is. Mm-hmm. And they almost take a, a, a jealousy to it. It's like they want that time and everything. And even though that you might be giving them the proper time, uh, you know, they, they feel that, Oh, well, that's such a stupid waste of time. And they start pressuring you to, uh, to either decrease it or get out of it altogether. Uh, yep. start selling, uh, selling, uh, selling your stuff. There were so much money, uh you know and sometimes their their view of how much it's actually worth is a lot more than what it really is Yep. uh but you know they 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 start wanting you to sell it so you can pay for a wedding like you said uh pay for a house pay for a uh, new car and you know quite frankly some of us have collections that are large enough that could probably do that uh, you know, I know several people that if they sold everything in their collection, they could probably go buy a nice Lambo or a, or a, <laughs> a really nice house. You know, and 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 that's serious. Daniel, that, I can get a mid-sized Toyota. That's about it. <laughs> <laughs> mid-sized Toyota. A um, little
2: GMC Jimmy.
3: And and you know, like I said, I've I I know what that's like too. I've I've actually sold off a lot of toys and bought entire vehicles before. You know, uh, so. Uh, that that's actually cool. And, and whenever I talk to people and they talked about, uh, talk to me about my hobby, uh, and they're like, well, why do you do it? And I'm like, well, it's fun and everything. And they're like, well, aren't you wasting money on this stuff? And, and I'm like, well, no, you know, because mm-hmm. if I, if I really need the money, I can sell it. And I've actually bought two vehicles from the sale of toys. And they're like, what? <laughs> you know? <laughs> yeah.
1: And, I mean, when I was unemployed, I, for those two, three weeks where I had bills coming up and, you know, just other things that, you know, you, I need money to survive.
2: Yeah.
1: When I was selling toys, it's like, oh, it's like, you know, I, I just need like 100 or 200 bucks and I'll be fine. I could literally sell one toy and make that.
2: Yeah.
1: You know, and, and that was, it was actually very helpful when I sold off a couple things because not only were they going to collectors who I knew would enjoy them as opposed to being in storage in my house, mm-hmm. but, you know, the money that I needed, I got it quick. It was fast money. Within a couple hours of posting my post, I had all the money I needed, paid off when I needed to pay, and I still had some extra left over for whatever else I needed. Yeah, well, yeah. It's,
3: it, it's like last uh, or earlier this year, whenever I had a medical uh, situation, and I was out of work for nearly two months, yeah. and I had, uh, you know, I sold some things that I didn't want to sell, Generations Metroplex, uh, but you know, ne- necessities, you know, came first. You know, I had bills I needed to pay, and I finally sold Generations Metroplex. got got well over two hundred dollars for it, and that took care of uh, some bills. You know, because you know I had enough that you know if I was out of work for uh, for two or three weeks, I would have been fine. But I was out beyond that, and you know my insurance. Uh, I, I was I'm, I was still relatively new to my job, so you know the the disability insurance was not as much as it normally would have been had I been there say several years so i had to resort to selling things to 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 make ends meet and that in and of itself is not wrong because in the end it is you've always got to keep that perspective it's just toys you know they uh you know they're there for your enjoyment uh you know i'm I'm not sitting here saying you know sell something that is near and dear to your heart you know uh if at all possible if it's a if it's your favorite figure and it's worth a lot of money uh you know if if you're getting ready and in danger of losing your home and it could save you then do it but if if you can avoid getting rid of it then then do so sell something else that will get you the money um
1: yeah when i was selling stuff uh if I need to sell something for money, like, oh, crap, I need money, I try to pick something that is worth a nice chunk, but won't be hard to reacquire later on. You know, yeah. like, like a Masterpiece figure, they're reissuing those things left and right, but they still, they're easily 100 bucks. You know, pick one, nine times out of ten, it's going to be worth 100 bucks at least. Mm-hmm. You know, as opposed to if I went out and started to sell all my BotCon stuff that took me couple months to find just one listing on ebay that would be harder to get back if i ever want to get it back
3: yeah well and the thing is is, uh if you ever intend to reacquire something uh then that's whenever you also want to consider uh or reconsider selling it you know because if it's going to be extremely if you intend to reacquire it and it's going to be extremely difficult to replace then, you know, maybe move on to something that would be easier to replace. Um, Because,
2: see, there's, like, say, the Age of Extinction figures, I wouldn't mind selling because I know I can get back. But say it's something, you know, like the Ultimate Movie Edition Optimus Prime, this thing is going to be a pain in the ass to get back. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Yeah, that's something you would not want to... So, yeah, like Duran said, find something smaller, like, you know, cheap deluxe that
3: well, I mean, you, there are there are things that that have that have worth, you know, uh, and and you know, we I, I, I'm saying this knowing full well that that not every to every person is selling simply because they need the money, you know, um, you know, it's like for for me right now, it's not that I need the money, it's just that I, um, and and lately I've actually been selling things and then reap repurposing it back into the collection uh, because, you know, like I said, I've got a sizable pre-order list uh, that that is, that is out there, and I'm trying to clean that out so I can get to a point where uh, once, like, Power of the Primes comes out, I can pick up the select figures out of that line that I want, and then, you know, I won't have any pre-orders uh, due. I won't have anything that's out on retail that I want. I can get to a point where, as you know, figures are announced and released. Uh, you know, I, I see it. And I'm like, that's something I really, really need, you know? Uh, and it may, sometimes it may go six months, you know, before I've, I've, i I come across that. Um, but I've, uh, there, there's another point here uh, and, that, uh, that I don't that I want to talk about, uh, that Sergio mentioned, uh, you know people downsizing their collections to a smaller collection uh and being happy uh, with a smaller collection and you know I've I've done this uh several years ago and I've gotten I think as mu- as many as 500 figures and you know in the grand scheme of things compared to a lot of collectors uh 500 figures is not a lot of toys uh <laughs> you know uh it is a lot to some uh but you know, uh, and I think right now I'm probably down to around three or four now. Yeah, it's about me. Uh so not uh, three or four hundred, not three or four figures. Um yep. As you and, and, and there are some people that literally have much smaller collections. They may fit in one shelf or one one detolf. Um and there's no shame in that. You know, it is a it is still a collection. It's still something that you enjoy. And uh, quite frankly, the less that you have, the more that you can enjoy each individual figure.
2: Yep. So what happened to me when I started collecting is, you know, I didn't have much, obviously. I just wanted to start off with what I really wanted, which at the time was Armada. So I wanted, you know, Megatron... The tank because my friend had them and I wanted them so bad and you know by the when I just you know time I actually got them I'm like pretty cool joined them for like two hours two three hours straight and I had Optimus Prime you know that whole power base thing and with the smaller collections like Duran said you can enjoy them more and it's just you know you can kind of get that more sentiment value out of them yeah pretty much
3: well you get to the point where if you get to the point where you you look at toys certain toys in your collection and you're like when did i last touch that toy or when did i last uh, you know get that toy off the shelf mess with it maybe transform it you know uh or in my case, uh, transform it and for photograph it or something, uh, you know. And if you get to the point where you're like, I don't remember the last time I messed with that toy, you know, <laughs> that yeah. to, to me that's kind of concerning. And and everything. Uh, Sergio, do you have a thought on that? I think you're muted.
1: There you go. Sorry. Um, <laughs> I don't really mess with my stuff all too often but no yeah like what you're saying you know more than as long as you have two or more figures at the collection it does not matter if it's two or two thousands as long as you have more than one it's a collection um and i think really at the end of the, at the end of the day you have to realize that everybody's collection and collection collecting habits are different and that's what makes the hobby so great is that everybody's collection is unique Because if we all had the same things, it'd be boring.
2: Oh, yeah. You
1: know, by everybody having their own unique collection, it speaks so much about themselves as a person and their personality. And so, you know, when I first started, my impression was that by having a large collection, it'll make me happy. And it ended up not to. And somebody's (laughs) happy. See, at least, well, at least is, it's not yelling.
2: What is that noise? I think that was birds.
1: birds. Yeah. It's, it's, it's sunny outside, so we decided to sing. It's the sing this a serenade.
2: <laughs> uh, at least it's not a child, uh, you know.
1: Yeah, at least it's
3: happy. <laughs> <laughs> the apocalypse. <laughs> hey,
1: All right, so... But, yeah, so I thought having a large collection would make me happy, and... As, as time go, went on, I think a more medium-sized collection is what will suit me, you know? And who well, well, uh, not maybe to be able to that again once I move out, get my own home and everything? Well, I got a lot more stuff, and so I'll be able to be like, you know what? Maybe a large collection is pretty cool.
3: Yeah. Well, I, I don't know if you was able to watch the live, uh, live stream that I did on the uh, Facebook group here a week or so ago. Uh and I actually mentioned I saw your recent post there and I mentioned in it and, and, and this is a little part of advice as an older collector I, I I give you. And um you will go through different phases in your in your hobby as a collector in, in your lifetime. And um you know, there are times where you will you will literally want everything like you have been going through. Uh and then once you start getting to a different phase or a different part of your life where, uh, you know, space is an issue, money is an issue or something. You will start reevaluating that it's totally normal. You know, don't sit there and go, Oh my God, I just need to stop this and everything. It, the, you're, you're going to go through different, different phases and there's going to be lines that don't appeal to you. And then there's going to be lines that like, you're going to be like, Oh my God, I do have to have every one of these. Yeah. Um, you know, and then you know it's like, and 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 this is something that that I was actually talking uh, with uh, Insane Galvatron about uh, here here the other day, you know I can def- I can remember back whenever uh, certain toy lines in uh, Transformers came out, and we we as a collecting community was buying these toys uh, alternators for example. We're like, I, I just don't see toys getting better than the, uh, the Transformers getting better than this. You know, I, uh, how are they going to get better than this? <laughs> and then Masterpiece comes along. You know, the uh, the new, new line of Masterpiece. And right now, a lot of people are saying, how can they get better than this? You know, there's no way that we're going to get better versions of G1 characters than this. I guarantee mm-hmm. you, within 10 years, there will be something that will supplant that. Mm-hmm. And nobody will care about the current masterpieces, and that's just the way it is. It's uh, you know I don't know how many lines have come and gone in Transformers, where uh, you know you have this rise and fall in popularity and in uh, and in and in, in, in demand. Uh, classics, the original classics, were like that. They came out, they were super hot, and then as they, oh,
1: I remember like two thousand eight, two thousand nine so expensive if you, yeah. yeah. if, you, if you didn't buy them yeah uh, if you
3: didn't buy them whenever they came out then they uh, then they were doing ins- going insane on on eBay and uh and, and uh other trading groups and everything um and now some of them you can barely give them away and yeah. I, I know megamus can attest to that you know it's like some of the chug stuff is like <laughs> here you know, what, 10 bucks <laughs> you
2: know? yeah pretty much
3: uh, and that's just the way it is. And and you're gonna you're gonna have times as a collector. Uh, you're going to question yourself. Uh, you're going to um, reevaluate what you're doing. Uh, you know, and if you have thoughts of getting out entirely, uh, the number one thing you need to ask is why am I doing this? You know, or why am I thinking this? Uh, is it an external? Influence that is making me feel this way, uh, i.e., a girlfriend or a wife or a, a, a circle of friends that you're with. Uh, if that's the case, then do away with those people. You don't need that kind of negativity in your life. <laughs> you know, to 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 quote a meme here, uh, but <laughs> no, seriously. But you know, if it's an external influence, then 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 question yourself why why do i need to make them happy this this hobby is for me this is what makes me particularly happy and it's what sergio said um you know each every, each individual's collection is a representation of themselves and what they like and they curate their collection uh based on their uh their own likes and dislikes their uh, their experiences uh their tastes and and toys, you know, uh you know, I've in recent years I've leaned more toward the masterpiece aesthetic. Uh at one point I had the bulk of my collection was mostly G1. I had almost the entire run of US released G1. Now, my G1 collection fits would fit on a single shelf. You know, so that just goes to show you how your your collection as you get older will morph just like the toys themselves they transform. Uh your your collection will uh, may go from uh you know thousands of figures and in within the last 10 years I've had less than 100 Transformers to my name. And now I've got 3 to 400. You know, and I'm sure it may get down lower than that again and who knows it may get back up to a thousand again. I don't know, but I don't see it doing that because my current feeling is that I want to refocus and uh, get to a point where I'm I'm moving on. I'm 42 years old, and uh, you know, I just I don't want to get to a point where I'm 55, 60 years old, looking at retirement and still having to go spend three, four hundred dollars on a new transformer. You know. (laughs) <laughs> yeah whenever i whenever i get uh needing a walker and uh and you know scooter uh, yeah <laughs> need, need that scooter to to get around walmart and everything <laughs> uh,
2: <laughs> go, go, go in your homework, man.
3: I, I got the saddlebag ass that's hanging off. <laughs> <your> side. <laughs> I'm not saying that dog has saddlebag ass. <laughs> but you know what I'm talking about. you I don't seen think we whatsoever.
1: want to find out. <laughs> yeah.
3: <laughs> but you know what I'm talking about. You've been in Walmart, you've seen the saddlebags. Uh <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> unfortunately. Uh but you know, you you get you get get that old, you know, uh whenever you especially in the later years whenever people start getting on a fixed income uh you know you're starting getting a retirement check and everything that's not exactly the time you want to start spending money or keep spending money on toys and realistically that's about another 20 years for me you know 20 25 years for me uh that is assuming that reti- reti- retirement still exists uh but that's <laughs> a whole political thing that I don't want to get into but please Uh, but the thing is, is that I want to get to a point where I'm still young enough to enjoy getting out and traveling and doing things with the people that I care about. And uh, you know, there's, uh, there's things that I I would love to have as far as, you know, uh, vehicles and and homes and everything. I've rented my entire adult life. Uh, You know, I've never owned property as it were. And, Eventually, I'd like to get to the point, you know, and I've never been blessed with with lots and lots of money. I've never had, uh, you know, I've had a, a decent job, you know, that helped me pay the bills and I'm, I'm able to buy cool toys. Uh, but, you know, I don't have much left over after that, um, you know, and there are people that are better at managing that money. And I'm not, you know, I'm not those people. I'm not one of those people but i still enjoy my life you know I, I don't seek out to be the richest mfer out there uh but you know i just want to enjoy life and be happy and doing and so far i have been happy um but eventually i do want to get out i, I want to be able to nail uh, a nail in the wall and not have to answer to it whenever i move out of this place you know uh and you get to that point you're like, Oh crap, I need money to do that. <laughs> and if I'm going and spending a uh, hundred, two hundred $200 on a toy every two weeks, then, you know, it's not going to help. Uh, but that's not, I, you know, and, and I don't want this episode to sit there and, and, and dissuade people and make you think, Oh, well, you know, you just don't need to be in this hobby. Um, I'm just saying that you know and and we've we've said this many many times on this on the show in that you just need to be uh sure of what you want focus what you want and stay with that focus um and if it's making you happy at that time then do it um but don't let it overtake your life always maintain a level of perspective about your hobby uh, in that you, you know, uh, the, your your hobby does not rule you. You you are in control of your hobby. Um, what, what what's your guy's thoughts?
2: Um, um, I think you pretty much nailed it on the head. I can't really think of anything else. So, so yeah,
1: I think you covered everything I was thinking too.
3: but you know uh and i know rick had to hop off there as 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 everybody uh, heard earlier he was uh, his his daughter was having a meltdown uh but i'm sure he would kind of echo these these thoughts you know you don't i mean if you have a huge collection and everything and you're happy with it that's fine you know uh and i would love if i had the money and the space and the time to, to hunt down figures, I would still have a huge collection, uh, and I would be still going strong. But I think that's something that makes uh, going back to the point earlier that everybody's collection is is a personal uh, tribute to to the way they live. Um, you know, everybody's income level is different. Everybody's uh. Uh, level of importance on the hobby is different. Um, And whatever you have is what you can afford, you know, basically. And what I can afford is behind me. You know, it's it's in these cases. And it makes me happy, uh, you know. But at the same time, I don't want it to get to the point where it's the only thing that I deal with if that makes any sense
2: yep i know the exact same way because it's pretty much the same with me and bowling to where i'd kind of like to focus on that too and not have one of my other hobbies like completely just dwell out another one that i have and i just like to if i get a figure you know every now and then i wouldn't mind but i really don't want to focus on one thing and completely forget about the other things that I really like, especially bowling. Cause with the amount of time and money I put into that, I really
3: want to forward my career in that. Yeah. Well, so, I mean, you know, and, and as people ask you, you know, if, if, as they meet you, it's like, well, what are you into? Well, number one for me, number one, transformers, you know, I collect transformers. Uh, number two, uh, I'm really into video games, you know. Yep. Uh, you know, uh, I'm really into wrestling. Uh, I love science fiction, especially Star Trek. You know, these are things that I'm I'm huge into. I could I could talk to you for hours about each and every one of these topics. But number one, first and foremost, my favorite thing is Transformers. You know, I have the logos emblazoned on my on my vehicle. I have uh, you know posters hanging up in my home. And I have a room dedicated to this this particular hobby. Yep. You know, uh, and I, and I think everybody is like that. You know, some people they might like Transformers, and they and then they deal with they they they're they're a greasehead. You know, they they love cars. Uh, some people, uh, you know, they they might love Transformers, and they love to go fishing. You know, fishing is really important to them. Um, you know, some people. Love Transformers. Some people love to go bowling, you know, uh, some people, okay. uh, you know, they might like Transformers. They might like porn, uh, you know, Sergio, Sergio <laughs> <laughs> uh- <laughs> <There's laughs> Brian
2: Creed from the hardcore collectors. Shout out yeah, to I, him.
1: I have to, uh, I also have to spend money on my yearly subscriptions, <laughs>
3: <laughs> but, uh, you know, I think we've, uh, we've covered it and everything really well. You have any, uh, Any thoughts? Any closing thoughts, guys?
1: Not really. Um, I think if you're having the same thoughts of downsizing or maybe even getting out of it, definitely talk to other collectors first, especially especially collectors who have gone through it or in the process of going through it, just to get another another insight. You know, because if if you get perspective from a non-collector. They're gonna be like, oh, just sell it. All sell the money it. You yeah,
3: look at all the money you can have. Yeah. Yeah.
1: But if yeah. you talk to another collector, they're gonna be like, you know, do you really want to do this? You know, it's like you spent so much time, money, effort, and there's a lot of pieces with stories behind them, you know. It's like think about it. Oh, so that's that's, that's and, what I would And that's uh, that's suggest.
3: that's a small piece of advice too, that you know, having sold my childhood collection uh back in my big massive sell off back in two thousand six ish uh there were some toys that that I let go in that collection that in retrospect I really 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 wish that I hadn't let go because of the sentimental value that some of those toys had uh yeah. you know they represented moments in my childhood that I that I actually at that time had a tangible uh Memory attached to I could I could hold that toy and, I, and and every time I held that toy, I remember it. I remember that memory. you know I, nothing can take the memory away from me, but having a physical something about having a physical object that in is relation to uh to something a, a part of your life and i an example I'll use is my generation one sandstorm. Uh, and when I was in sixth grade, I won, I lived in South Florida and I won the Collier County, Florida sixth grade spelling bee championship. I beat out every student in, uh, in sixth grade in the entire county and note that there was several large schools in this County. And here I was, this little hick boy from Kentucky that come down there and spelled Diffenbachia to win it. Uh, you know, and, uh, and I got some prize money and we went straight from the fairgrounds, uh, after I got my prize money. And the first thing I bought was generation one sandstorm. And I will never forget that, but I had still had generation one sandstorm complete up until back 2006, whenever I sold my original collection and it went with it. And at the time, it was one of those things. It's like you know, I was I was kind of like like Sergio was a couple weeks. You know, I, I just I just need to get rid of all this stuff. I don't need it, you know. And then after after I sold it, I was like, oh my god, what horrible thing have I done? What yeah. have I done? You know. And there's some point, uh, some parts of my original childhood collection. I, you know, it's like I wish I still had it, but at the same time. Fine, you know, it's gone. Uh, but then there's others like that Sandstorm that, damn, I really wish I hadn't done that. I really wish I hadn't done that. So, you know, if you're ever going to sell, be sure, and, and that's my advice to you uh, guys if you're selling things, be sure that it doesn't have that kind of emotional attachment to it.
2: Yep. I learned that the hard way of the Cybertron Leader Prime. mm yeah, that sucked. That was my favorite version of Optimus at the time, and I just let it go.
3: Yep. And well, and sometimes it might not be that particular toy, but I mean, or that you know, you could always reobtain. It's like me; I could always reobtain a Generation One Sandstorm, but it yep. won't be my Generation One Sandstorm—the one that the actual one that I bought.
2: The only problem I had with mine is that one of the wheels broke up, and I knew that was unique because if it was that one, I wouldn't mind, you know, fixing it up. Yeah, get it to the shape to where I originally got it and felt that happiness with. But yeah, yeah, I was.
3: But uh, but like I said, this is this was uh, going to be a very short episode. Uh, you know, we were t- uh, we were limited on time for recording this week, uh, but I, I still wanted to get an episode out. Um, and, uh, if you guys have got any thoughts, you know, if you're watching or listening to this episode and you have any thoughts along these lines, uh, or have considered, uh, getting out of the hobby or downsizing your collection, uh, join us on the Facebook group for TFYLP at facebook.com slash groups slash TFYLP. Um, we'll be happy to talk to you about it, you know, and, and give you ideas and pointers and uh and and help lead you down the path that is best for you as a as a hobbyist and a collector um because there's lots of us that are either going through it or have been through it uh that would be happy to talk to you about it um also check us out on twitter at t f y l p uh and as we mentioned at the beginning of the show, if you love what we do uh and love what we talk about here on the show uh go down there to the bottom of the screen and check out the link. It's uh, patreoncom com slash T F Y O P help us out uh, each month. It's not cheap to do this, uh, this show. You know, like I said, we're constantly having to upgrade equipment. My computer is like seven years old and I'm trying to get to a point where I can get a new one. <laughs> and, um, yep. you know, so, and, and the new one, uh, I, I use Mac and all my software is Mac. So, Everybody that says, "Oh, just get a, a PC. it's cheaper and everything." well, when all your software is Mac, and you're used yeah. to using, when you're used to using that software and you like that software, then stick with that software. But unfortunately, it's expensive as hell. Nope. <laughs> um, so it's going to take me a while to get to that, but once we, once i'm I'm there, we should uh, we should have some some hardware hardware to to do this a little more uh, or a little more smoothly. I should say Uh, and that's what the patreon helps us do Uh, so uh, thank you to everybody that continues to help us do that Uh, sorry Rick couldn't finish out with us but as uh, you know we know life gets in the way the apocalypse has ended yeah Uh, and and we totally understand not a not a not a big deal Um, you know uh, you know I apologize for the for the noise but at the same time you know everybody uh, everybody understands Sergio, you have any closing thought for log off? No, that's all I had to say. How about you, Jack?
2: Mm
3: -mm. All right. Well, thank you all for joining us this week on TFYOP. We will see you next time. I am Daron Land with Sergio, Jack, and the departed Rick. (laughs) (laughs) We will see you next time on TFYOP. Good night, everybody. Nighty-night.
2: T-F-Y-L-P. <laughs>